nostalgic travel buddies. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This Endorian Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and previously on X-Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Here We Go Pod, and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Season 6, Episode 6, Speechless. Speechless. All right, let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode aired October 18th, 1995. It apparently was originally scheduled for October 11th, but uh, was moved to avoid the OJ interview. And then the interview was canceled. Yeah. Freaking OJ. Yeah, because the OJ verdict was what, October 3rd? Isn't that what we said? Yeah. And so, like, the first big OJ's going to talk was this Dateline thing. And then I think he backed out or whatever, and they scrapped it. And Fox was still like, just in case, let's not have a 901. <laughs> but what if he comes back? <laughs> but wait, yeah, what if OJ's unpredictable? You don't know. <laughs> yep, that's one thing we can say about him. Birthdays, October 15th, Vanessa Marshall. Who played Marcel, yeah. who played Gina in the later years, turned 27. October 23rd, Jessica Stroop, uh, the longest reigning Aaron Silver, turned yes. nine. <laughs> and randomly, October 21st, Doja Cat was born. A little so context you for you. Yeah. Some movies. All of these came out on October 20th. The first one is Get Shorty, starring John Travolta, Rene Russo, and, uh, you know, a million other people. Every every other person in the world. Have you seen Get Shorty? I have not. Or, or Be Cool? No, I haven't either. It's based on Elmore Leonard books. And I have read Elmore Leonard books, but not Get Shorty. Uh, Eric informed me that I didn't want to watch it, so he watched it without me, apparently. Okay. Okay. So. We also got Mall Rats, written and directed by Kevin Smith, and of course, co-starring Shannon Doherty. That's right. And I saw an interview or something. Uh, well, first of all, do you remember Eric, your husband, Eric? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. On separate occasions, he and I saw Kevin Smith live, and then we saw Jay Muse live, both at a comedy club in Buffalo. Yes. Uh, and somewhere along the way, Jay Muse was talking about Mallrats and how he was such a huge 90210 fan that even though it was like Affleck and like all these people in this movie, he was completely starstruck and tongue-tied around Shannon Doherty. But she was Brenda. <laughs> Yeah, Brenda Walsh. see Brenda Walsh. Yeah, dude. You know, we just watched um, Goodwill Hunting for the first time. Oh yeah. And that the only thing I knew of Goodwill Hunting was the scene. I think it's Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, right? Where they do that parody. Oh. Or it's like they're yeah. filming Goodwill yeah, Hunting yeah, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all that's I knew. Right. I didn't. Need, I didn't even know what it was about. Honestly, yeah. I knew. Yeah, I knew Matt they- Damon was smart. But I thought Robin Williams was his teacher. He's not his teacher. Oh, I thought that too. No, yeah. Bill, Bill Skarsgård is his teacher. A little well, little fun. baby Bill Skarsgård. Kevin Smith was like the executive producer on Goodwill Hunting, and they like tried to get him to direct, and he didn't want to. Hmm. Like I think knowing his own limitations, yeah. he didn't want to. So probably a good. Well, <laughs> this good is move. this is I know a hot take, but good movie <laughs> would yeah. recommend. Wow! Wow, Kendra. <laughs> Uh, last movie is Now and Then, starring Demi Moore, Christina Ricci, Rosie O'Donnell, 
plus the screen debut of Rumor Willis, who would go on to recur on the CW 90210. He sure did. Have you seen Now and Then? I have not. It's like, oh, I want to say, let's see. It's 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 Demi Ward, Rosie O'Donnell, Rita Wilson, and somebody else. Is the else. cover are... like the older women and the younger women like are all yeah. together? On... Yeah. yeah, but okay. I'm pretty sure Christina Ricci plays the plays young Demi younger Ward. version. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And there's like a murder. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember murder. liking it. Uh, Rumor Willis won Dancing with the Stars, and I was watching that season. There you go. So okay. that's fun. All right. TV, October 21st, Street Fighter, the animated series, debuted and would run for 26 episodes. I haven't seen that, but back when Three Nice Things was running, I did a Three Nice Things episode about the Street Fighter movie, which is bad and features no street fighting. Which my husband likes unironically. He, For he me, just really it was likes a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I, he really, I really loves that movie. I know he does. I know he does. October 19th, competing primetime soap The Monroes, starring William Devane, is canceled after only five airings. Ooh. That's not good. It's not no. a good run. No, five episodes in, they're like, cut it, cut it. (laughs) It's not great. (laughs) Music, October 23rd, Def Leppard makes it into the Guinness Book of World Records for playing three shows in three continents in one day. How? Insane. Yeah. I'll tell you how. They they played uh, Tangier, Morocco, London, England, and Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada in one day. Is yeah, it like a, is zones. it like yeah a time, time zone zones, baby? Thing? I guess yeah. October twenty third, swinging with Raymond by Chumba Wumba, uh, came out and it peaked at number seventy in the UK. I, I always mix which what is the what is the Chumba Wumba smash hit? What is that one? I get knocked down, but okay. I get up tub thumping. All right, okay, yeah. Yep. October twenty fourth, twelve hundred curfews by the Indigo Girls. Yeah. I'm or do you say 1,200 I don't know. I don't know, but I have seen the Indigo Girls live also in Buffalo. Awesome. Yeah. And October 24th, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness by the Smashing Pumpkins came out. Have you guys done Smashing Pumpkins on 90s music I don't yet? think we've done any Smashing Pumpkins, huh. actually. Okay. They spell melancholy like two words, like the word they melon do. and then like yeah. collie like the dog. Smashing pumpkins. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do, Nick? Should we watch Survivor every week? Should we like yeah, we do. do like a? Do you want to like predict the winner now and then in a couple weeks we can see oh. who was correct? Sure. Yeah. Who do you think's gonna win? Oh, this boy. is only fun if you're uh, watching Survivor right no. now. No. What are we on? Survivor forty two. Forty three. Forty three. Oh wait, wait, wait. You know, you might be right. I think yeah. you're right. I think it's 42. I guess I'm I'm rooting for Omar, so I'm going to I'm going to give it to him. That's Omar, that's my hope. Omar is good. He's I, such an evil genius. I guess I I guess I'll go Lindsay cuz I think okay. it'd be cool if Lindsay won. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm down with that. But if Omar won, I would also be happy with that. Yeah. So Yeah. Or Mike. I don't think Mike's going to win, but I think no, that I would think be so. I think Not it'd true be enough. a nice win. But I think Omar and Lindsay both have a lot going for them when once we're in the jury phase mm-hmm. yeah. anyway okay back to 90210 let's do it nick take us beyond the zip code we were just talking about her because she was the birthday girl this week but after her time playing aaron silver an older version that kendra has not met <laughs> uh, jessica stroop found her way into the marvel cinematic universe playing the role of joy meacham in everyone's least favorite marvel endeavor iron fist oh i hated it 
Iron Fist. I haven't hated seen it. A frame. Kendra, I haven't seen one well, second don't. of Iron it's not Fist. Worth, it's not worth it. <laughs> I didn't really I didn't really go the distance on any of those Marvel shows. I was enjoying all the performances in Daredevil, but it was just so violent. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Daredevil is good. I really like Jessica Jones, though it is yeah. incredibly dark. It is. Um, Luke Cage was also good, but Iron Fist was, it was just, it was bad. I've never heard a good, like, I've never heard somebody be like, you know what? <laughs> give, give Iron Fist a second chance. Well, it's like, <laughs> what, what are the that. things that people like about Iron Fist and how can we not, not do any do of it in yeah. the show? Yeah. The only, I, I watched the first seasons of Jessica Jones because my wife is a huge fan of like the alias comics and everything like leading up to Jessica Jones. But after the first season, we kind of started the second one and we were like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Did, Did I you watch see all the second season? Right? I think there's three seasons. No. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, I definitely watched the first season. And I, Defenders. I never watched Defenders. Yeah, we, oh, I, never, I watched I Defenders. Defenders couldn't handle good. Punisher. No way could I handle Punisher. Were you yeah. able to handle the episode that your sister-in-law is in of the show Evil oh Lives Here? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Because my it husband was... started watching it and two seconds in he was if, like, I can't do this. If it was not for my sister-in-law, Amanda Cox, who's in this Discovery Plus show, so go watch it. Uh, I would not have sat through that episode. No, very dark. Very dark story. And yeah. true. Make, making it even darker. Even, even darker. darker. Yeah. But so did you she did it? it. She did a great job. I yeah. know. It was cool to see her being like, I'm a serious policewoman. You know? <laughs> it was. I yeah. It. I liked it. Yeah. It was good times. Yeah. I mean, it does seem times, like but... a show that's right up my alley. Um, it does. Yeah. But it depends. Like if, yeah. it, if it crosses into supernatural stuff, then oh. I'm not into that. True crime uh, okay, stuff. That's By the way, I'm, I'm having yeah. to miss watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial to record this. Just for so. this? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you guys, I that's how much I love you. Stung by a bee? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Here's the synopsis for Speechless. Girls trip. Kelly is looking forward to a nice relaxing spa getaway, only to learn that Valerie is tagging along. Secrets are revealed and things get real. Meanwhile, Steve, David, and Ray set up the Walsh house to shoot a porno. Brandon woos Susan and Dylan and Tony Sr. have their first confrontation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's you know like what? super goofy right next to like some yeah. serious stuff. I, Classic I 90210. I will murder you. You know, I gotta say, I gotta say though, even though like the whole like shoot a porno subplot is ridiculous. This was maybe the first time I genuinely liked Ray start to finish. Yeah, he was, just he was like so fun, like, and it's good natured, likable. It's ironic that he's yeah. so likable in this episode, but yeah, yeah he was just like yeah. one of the guys, like their best friends, yeah. just hanging out, being goofy. Yeah. If you want to make Ray a character, do stuff like I mean, again, not shooting a porno, but like have him just like chumming around. Probably the reason why we liked him so much is because he never, except for like a very little bit crosses over with Donna. And as soon mm -hmm. as he has a scene with Donna, it's like, oh, he's a garbage man yeah. again. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was written by Meredith Stein and Larry Mullen and directed by David Semmel. I was uh, shocked. I was like, Jason Priestley directed this. It wasn't this a Priestley for sure. I know. No. no. They were just like, Steve, uh, be, be as goofy as you want to yeah. be. Go for it. Yeah, Steve. Oh my gosh. Steve full, was, yeah. Full goof troop in this he episode. Was. He was. <laughs> Few recurring players. Stanley Camel as Tony Marchette. Rebecca Gayhart as 
you know, the lady, Tony Marchette. Lady. Uh, and then we have Leslie Jones is back as Ronnie. So you remember back in Buffalo Gals, we had bodyguard credited. And then it was like, later he gets a name. It is the same guy. It is. It is the same guy. It's just now Ronnie's got, you know, he's got a silenced pistol yeah. and, a, and a heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> he's a character now. No Bruno. I, I was... We, I don't think we saw Bruno ever. No, we didn't. I Yeah. Lame. Okay. Well, all right. Everyone's favorite character. <laughs> yeah. A few new recurring players. This one, borderline, whether this counts as recurring. Barbara Allen Bennett is here as the librarian. You know, I have to give the librarian a shout out because of my day job. Of course. You know. yes. Libraries are for everyone. Hashtag. Hashtag. Uh, uh, <laughs> Later, she's going to play a character named Sarah. Is it the same character? I'm going to go on a limb and say sure. Sure. <laughs> But anyway, she was in Veep. She was in Shameless. And for you, Kendra, I wanted to make sure you were aware that she was the old lady in the garage sale episode of The Office. Is she the one who tries to buy the slip and slide from Michael and he's like, get lost? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Mary Crosby is here as Claudia Van Eyck. We had heard, remember Claudia, New York. Kelly's uh, phone message earlier. Claudia, New York. And now we see her in person and she is hungry as a wolf. (laughs) Uh, yes, she is. She long, 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 long history in in television and film, going all the way back to the Danny Thomas Hour. She was in Chips. She was in Starsky and Hutch. Best known as Kristen Shepard on Dallas, going Dallas. back to that. Uh, oh my goodness, sale the episode. garage sale episode. That's Kendra hilarious. Kendra will that's Dallas. <laughs> that's Dallas. I love it. Excellent. Uh, other cast, we have Nicholas Guest as Ivan Trotz. He was in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Have you heard of it, Kendra? I've heard of it, yes. Khan, yeah. you bloodsucker. You're going to have to do your own dirty work now. Do you hear me, Khan? Do you? Uh, <laughs> in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, in Trading Places with Eddie Murphy. Uh, plus, he voiced the Martian Manhunter uh, on The Brave and the Bold. And then their more hey. recent Scooby-Doo in The Brave and the Bold. Lots of voice work. Lots of voice work. But I've Well, he looks very familiar. Him. So I wonder if it was just Wrath of Khan that I remember. I remember very yeah. little from the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> oh, this was fun. Veteran actor Ray Boyle. So I... And he's not credited. I mean, his, his name is there. But it's not like Ray Boyle as or anything. Mm. So I have to assume this was the old man in the porno shoot. Yeah. That was like, shut it up. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is his final on-screen appearance. His credits go back to the 50s. Lots of westerns, lots of like classic serialized kind of stuff. Life and Legend of Wyatt Earp, Sergeant Preston of the Yukon, Captain Video, and the Video Rangers, and early sci-fi. And this is his swan song. Aww. So, uh, so long, veteran. Well, he was really funny. He was funny. Terry Rhodes as the Maitre D. He plays a lot of Maitre D's, as I learned out. He was a <laughs> Maitre D in Friends. He was also in Joey. He was in an episode of What I Like About You with Jenny Garth. Uh, he was in Andy Barker, P.I., forgotten six-episode gem that I loved. He was in Better Off Ted, and he was in Phil of the Future. Kendra, is that part of your... I love Phil of the Future. I thought so. I thought so. So good. All right. That's our people. All right, cool. That's our people for this here episode. Well, let's get into it. We start at the Peach Pit After Dark, where Ray is playing an unplugged set. Yeah. And we actually hear the the tail end of whatever song he was playing. We do. Yeah. But I was going to look up to see if, if there was like a full performance of that or if that was all we got. I do want to say, if I want to go to a nightclub, I want to be sitting at tables hearing one white dude playing acoustic guitar. Yeah, that's what you want. Endlessly. That's yep. what I want. I think <laughs> nightclub. I think, you know, Joni Mitchell covers by Ray Pruitt. Yep. 
So Valerie then says that Ray is off to cut an album. So this is his last performance for a oh, while so I guess, at the Peach Pit after dark. I guess Jerry Corman's daughter passed along the tape to yeah, him. Yeah, I guess it went well. Yeah. This is a weird thing they do sometimes. Like Ray gets a record deal off screen. Yeah, you would think that'd be big news, but... It happened. It <laughs> happened somewhere. Donna oh, asks Claire if she has told Kelly about the weekend, and Claire is hemming and hawing, not wanting to tell her, um, but they're supposed to be going on a road trip to a spa, just the three of them. It's supposed to be a very stress-free weekend, and Claire says, well, I don't know if it'll be stress-free. <laughs> then we head over to the Peach Pit, Brandon is talking with Nat about how he went over, he set a budget for the house, and he went over yep. the budget, and now he's got to deal with it. So I Which guess he can't get me, a burger. Yeah, it, this made me wonder, like, is Steve the only one paying rent in this house? Are the Walshers just, like, bankrolling them? Yeah. Well, because Nat's like, why don't you ask your parents for money? For or more something? money, yeah. Yeah, yeah and like, I don't know. Neither, I mean, Valerie has a job, mm -hmm. but, like, Brandon doesn't have a job. I mean, I guess his column is like 50 bucks a week or something like that, right? Heck but yeah. that's it. And there's never been like a we're splitting rent or anything. So I guess I have to feel like the Walshes. I guess, I mean, do you think they own the house outright? Or do you think they're still paying the mortgage on that on that giant house well, in Beverly Hills? Well, that's fuzzy because if you remember back in the day when they were originally going to move back to Minnesota, the whole thing was that like the company was like the company. The company house. owned the, company, the house, right? Like, bought the house. And I don't know if there was ever any, so maybe the company still owns it. I don't know. That'd be a benevolent company, <laughs> but you know. Yep. So Brandon then goes over to the table where Steve is sitting with Johnny Mars, who's a location scout. Yeah. And they want to book the Walsh house for a movie they're shooting. Um. Brandon's like, great, film. we need some money. Here we okay. go. They can just okay. film something at the house. Kelly and the girls come in, and K Kelly has now been told that Valerie has been invited on their spa weekend. Claire was like, what, is I, what was I supposed to do? She found out we were going. It's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. But Kelly's not so it, sure. Have we had anything between Kelly and Valerie since Colin showed up with Valerie at that ball and and? Kelly was like, you, you garbage. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the last, I think that was their last So now they're like road tripping together. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. After the, <laughs> no, I'm go ahead. Sorry, I'm just trying to think. I don't think I've ever been on a road trip with someone I hate. Hmm. I don't know if I have either. I was trying to think of like church road trips I took. Because surely <laughs> there was someone in the youth group I hated. Sure, but... <laughs> for sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so, luckily. All right, after the intro, we go to the Walsh house, where David has come to see Valerie and return some notes that she let him borrow. She's, she's in college. Yes. She's, she's packing in, she's for for the road trip. The girls are yeah. going to be there to pick her up soon. David talks, gets very close to her, and talks okay. about how he appreciates her and everything that she did for him uh, in the previous episode. And they kiss. Yeah. He leans in. He goes for it. Yeah, he sure does. I loved her response. It was just like, it was very good, like stunned. Thing. Yeah, she was stunned. It was funny uh, because my husband was home while I was watching this one. And he kept like yeah. walking through and he was like, are they dating? And I was like, no, but looks like something's happening here. 
<laughs> yeah. Fun fact, Brian Austin Green and, and Tiffany Thiessen were an item in real life Ooh. for quite a while uh, before she joined the show. And I think at least for that first season, I don't know if at this point their real life romance was still on, but they definitely have like an actual romantic history together. Mm, interesting. So here we go. We well, I wondered, I wondered last week after their, you know, they had yeah. this big emotional thing together if they were going to, yeah. to hook up. But and it looks like we'll some see. stuff's going on. Yeah. yeah. On campus, Dylan goes to see Tony oh in the library. Um, she has been kind of avoiding him. Yeah. So he brings her a teddy bear mm-hmm. and is trying to figure out, you know, what the problem is. And she calls him out for snooping in her father's office yes. during the dinner party. Yes. And what excuse does he... He doesn't really have an excuse, right? No, not he's really. Just kinda he like, just kind of like, sorry. Like, he's like, yeah, I did it because I wanted to. Oops. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. Uh, but she forgives him very quickly because yeah. he brought her a teddy bear. Right. And she was like, how did you know I like teddy bears? And he was like, I was snooping in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> I snoop. <laughs> they got over it real fast. Yeah. They got over it real fast. That like teddy bear that he got at a pharmacy on the way there yeah. really did the trick. Yeah. Really did the trick. All right. On the road with the girls, uh, Kelly and Donna are in the back seat. Valerie is up front and Claire is driving and they're laughing, eating snacks, um, and they're playing a game where they basically call out a category and have yeah, they to, they can't lie. They have to like say what the best of whatever is. So they're talking about, Rattles. are they talking about beaches or are they talking about kissing that leads oh, I think to... They're ta- mm. I'm not sure where it goes. At one point, Kelly says that unsalted pretzels are the best. And that's just insane. That's what? Who eats yeah. unsalted pretzels? That's, I know. That's like saying maniacs. Like that's, that's basically just the bark of a tree that you're eating, <laughs> Kelly. Well, it leads to talking about um, uh, Kelly says, oh, I had my best kiss ever on that beach yeah. whatever beach they're talking it. about while they're I talking claire takes a shortcut and she's like it's fine yeah. it's a shortcut yeah yeah so th- one of the things that i love about 90210 is they're when they choose to like their eye for continuity is really good because claire said this is the shortcut they took when they were going to look for aliens her and david and i was oh, like oh yeah. i missed her saying that yeah she did because i was and like how I- does she know Right, yeah. And I just think, exactly, how would she know? But that's what she and David did. And then uh, when Kelly's talking about Kiss, she's talking about that kiss with her and Dylan when Brenda was still in Paris and there was that whole yes. scene, which is such a like an iconic scene, I feel like, especially for the early years. I liked the callback to that. Yes. Kind of reminded me of how different the show is now. <laughs> yeah, so, we're yeah, talking so, about favorite kisses. Yeah, so they finally get her to admit that it was her kiss with Dylan yeah. That, that neither Colin nor Brandon have matched that night with Dylan. I know. And I love how, like, the gang is surprised by that. I'm like, yeah. really? <laughs> <laughs> this is a shock to you that Dylan was their steamiest love? Okay. <laughs> have you not been watching the show? <laughs> Claire and Donna both say that David was their best kiss. Yeah, I feel sorry for that. I mean, Ray who, I guess. Right. She's been with Ray for so long and he's not the best kiss. Forget it. So then they ask Valerie and throughout this road trip, Kelly is just throwing yeah. digs at Valerie the, about the like, you've kissed everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's like, who is it? Steve, Brandon, Dylan, just, just Colin, listen, everyone. 
That made me wonder though, does Kelly know about the the uh, Brandon Valerie kiss or is she just like assuming? Mm, I don't I I think she was just assuming. I think yeah, she was okay. just trying to which Kelly has no legs to stand on. She has dated all the guys in the group as well. I know. So, I know except exactly for David, her brother. I was like, right. right. <laughs> I was like, listen, sis, Steve, Dylan, Brandon, you know, are all on your list. Plus Colin. Yeah. Uh, so Valerie says that David was her best kiss. And that and everybody's she, like, what? she kissed him but an hour ago. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah, and Claire is like, tell me more. And Donna's like, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, Donna is instantly. Yep. Then we go to the Walsh house where Ray is hanging with the guys because they're best friends. Yeah. He's fixing a chandelier for when the film crew gets there. So Brandon's not there. It's just David, Ray, and Steve. And Steve tells the guys that uh, it's... They're not going to meet any celebrities because it's more of an art film and they're not picking up on what that means. So he, you know, has to tell them that it's, it's adult content. Yes. And they're like, so it's a, it's a porno. Tasteful. Tasteful. A tasteful porno. Come on, Kendra. And Steve also tells them that he has not told Brandon. Brandon had no idea what he was signing when he signed the contract for them to use the house. On campus, Brandon is trying to invite Susan over because she's never weird been to his scene. house before. Yeah. A weird scene? Is that what you said? Yeah, well, he's just like, are you having feminine problems? I can help you with your feminine oh, yeah. problems. It's like I helped my sister. Yeah, because like, she's what? like, I can't. I'm busy. And yeah. yeah, I know. Eric walked through and he was like, you helped your sister with her period a lot? That's, that's <laughs> exactly what I thought. It's like, do you not realize what you're... I mean, I guess, uh, okay, you know. <laughs> Uh, but Susan finally admits that she is the fourth in a bridge game with her yeah. grandma and she can't yeah. get out of it. And he's Maybe like, he family bought... obligations. Why didn't you right. say so? Maybe he just did store runs. I bought many a tampon and pad. Store, you know? uh, store runs? Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's what he meant. I believe that. Back on the road... Everyone is thinking Claire is lost at this point, but she, you know, she she holds to to that she knows where she's going. They've switched the category to best song to make out to. Mm. Kelly says anything Barry White. That's so weird. Oh, baby. I've had love, (laughs) made love. Like, what? That always makes me I mean, think of uh, when like a date with Tad Hamilton. I feel like the 80s or something. But... Uh, she says that Colin likes to make out to Mozart, though, because he's very old school. Vomit. Yeah, total vomit. Donna is still in a bad mood, and she is upset that they've just been talking about sex for an hour, basically. Yeah. Even, like, what cartoon character do they think is the sexiest? Yeah, and, like, to be fair, they're not talking about, like, who's the greatest lover you've ever had. Yeah. They're like, who's the best kisser? Who's, like, the best looking? Yeah. I mean, come on, Donna. Just put questions. Come on. Uh, Kelly takes another dig at Valerie about sleeping around, and I don't know. I can't remember exactly what she said, but Valerie is basically like, Donna, get over it. You know, Claire dated David for months, and you didn't say anything to her about it, and yeah. I kiss him once. So Donna takes this opportunity to, in a car, on a road trip, to a spa, uh, to ask Valerie, yeah. what really happened between you and Ray? Ooh. Yeah, don't don't ask questions you don't want the answer to, Donna. <laughs> 
And Valerie decides she's going to tell. So she says that she slept with Ray twice, which twice. seems low to me. Was it only I twice? I felt the same way. I mean, when she said that, I was thinking back. I can only really think of two scenes that were like, we have just done it. <laughs> but I guess I assumed that it was just kind of like, well, it's a Tuesday. I guess I'll go sleep with Valerie. You know, I thought it was more, but. Yeah, I, I thought so too. Seems pretty, but seems apparently only twice. Yeah. So this obviously upsets Donna, but what upsets sure. her more is that she learns that Claire knew and right. David knew and right. didn't tell her. Right. <laughs> and Claire even says, if it was my boyfriend, would you have told me? And I was like, yes. The answer to this question is yes. I, know. I agree. You're I a agree. bad friend for not telling you her. You are bad. You are bad. Yep. <laughs> so Donna makes them pull over because she's going to throw up at this point. Yeah. So she... Yeah jumps out of the car. They go, Claire and Kelly go to help her, but Kelly, before she gets out of the car, tells Valerie, I hope you're proud of yourself. Yeah. She calls her a slut. Yeah, she does. It's it's pretty, yeah, it's it's pretty intense. I gotta say, for Valerie here, on the, like, at first I was like, why? Why is she, why, why now is she choosing to be honest? But I think it's because she really believed that Donna and Claire had talked about it. I think she really mm. believed that Donna knew and Donna just wanted her to admit it. I think that's what it was. I, I don't know that she would have dropped oh, it like I that. I don't know. I'm not sure. I guess I didn't think about that. I, I, I when she when she was like, Oh come on, Donna, don't act so surprised. I'm sure Claire told you. I, I really I believed her there. Mm. I think she did think Claire told her. Yeah. So that Well makes Claire it a didn't. More... No, she didn't. No. So no. they they bring Donna back to the car. They tell her, you know, just ignore Valerie going to be fine. Kelly yeah. tells Valerie that they would all feel better if a hole opened up and she disappeared forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which really made subtle. me laugh. <laughs> it's really subtle. And well, and Valerie's sort of like, I'm sorry, weren't you just talking about the affair you had with Dylan while your best friend Brenda was in Paris? And Kelly's like, it's different. I'm like, well, but is it? Because <laughs> you guys were best friends. So yeah. I don't know. Well, they all pile back into the car and uh, Claire tries to start it, but the engine starts smoking. Yeah. They are not going anywhere. Nope. Claire's trying to figure it out. And as they are looking under the hood, a nun pulls up in a car. Uh, it's uh, not the start yeah. of a joke. It's that's nope. literally what happens. Nope. They were filming a community theater production of The Sound of Music just up the road and she had to come and... <laughs> At the Walsh house, the film crew is there. They're, you know, getting ready to film. Steve is talking to the director. He wants to be an extra. And this director is, you know, very over the top. He tells Steve to sit. And he's, like, looking at him through the camera lens. And he's like, oh, you're so great. He has an accent. Is it a French accent? I feel like it's a made-up accent, but <laughs> something. So David and Ray are laughing at Steve while he's, yeah. you know, doing this. Mm -hmm. They think he's very silly. And Ray tells him, or Steve's like, you know, we, we could be eating off this for years. And Ray says, you could get VD from this for years. <laughs> Steve does, Steve still doesn't want to tell Brandon. They're like, you need to call Brandon and tell him what's happening. And he's like, no, no, it's a classy film. And then they learn that the name of the film is Top Topless Pizza Party 3. It's not even the first in the series. No, no long running series. <laughs> Last of a trilogy. 
All right, at Dylan's house, Dylan call or Tony calls Dylan. He's just come back from surfing and says that her father wants to meet them for dinner at a restaurant. Yeah. And wants be fine. to get to know. And she's like, oh, by the way, our dads knew each other. How crazy is that? <laughs> yeah, they had a killer friendship. <laughs> okay, so the nun takes the girls to the convent where she yeah. lives. And the three of them walk into a bar. and. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so she says, you can stay the night in our guest house. And in the morning, Sister Agnes, who is a great mechanic, will fix your car. Um, at one point, she says, God bless you to Donna, and Donna says he already has, which just made me cringe. It was the cringiest yeah. line. Yeah. Um, so once they get into their guest room, Claire and Kelly are now arguing. I'm not sure right. why they're mad at that each other. That was totally out of nowhere. That was just like... I, I guess Kelly's... just because Claire was the one who took the wrong turn. And I guess, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel like you could have maybe tossed around some ideas in the writer's room for five minutes to give them a reason. Yeah. So then Valerie says... Too bad Ray isn't here because she's talking about like playing guitar and sound of music and too bad Ray isn't here, which sets Donna off again uh, because she's talking about Ray. And and, yeah, and Valerie's like, well, at least I got you to talk to me again. Yeah. Because it was a crazy thing to say. So I think she was trying to get conversation going. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is where Valerie calls out Kelly for two timing. Uh, oh, it's here. Okay. Right, yeah, it's right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um okay. Which is a, it's a very good point. Very it is good point. a super good point. Yeah. Yep. And then the nun comes in and says, no more talking for the rest of the day. God is listening. Like, no, no one in the convent will be talking for the rest nope. of the day. Nope. They do this every That's day. It. That is it. Which is probably a good thing for them. Mm -hmm. At the Walsh house, Steve is having the time of his life. He looking is. at he was, topless he women. this. Filming this. It was made for this. Yeah. Yep. And Brandon comes home and is not pleased when he discovers what no. is happening. No. The director then approaches them and says he needs someone to play the pizza delivery guy. Now, in in a in a movie called Topless Pizza Party Three, I would think the pizza delivery guy would be a pretty prominent role. I would think so, so too. This, he says it's a small be... role. It could be Steve's big break. Is it all it could I'm be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's been a season or two since he mentioned that his mom was Samantha Sanders, star of the Hartley House. Yes, that's true. I, I almost forgot. Brandon is is very glad at this point that Susan did not come over. Because he had invited her over, but she did not come over. And yeah. that's for the best. At the convent... They're on their way to dinner, but Colin calls Kelly just to check in. And Kelly's like, I'm not supposed to be talking. I miss you, but I can't talk right now. Yep. So he hangs up and then his art dealer Claudia comes New York. to the door. Claudia, New York. They're going out to dinner. Um, but it's very obvious very quickly that they have a much closer relationship than just True. artist True. and art dealer. And yeah. she says, you know. Do whatever you want, but remember, no one's as good to you as me. Yeah. And then they yeah. kiss. She wants dinner uh, with a little Colin for dessert. Disgusting. Colin's a sleazebag. <laughs> You're right. I bet he doesn't have any other horrible qualities we'll learn about. 
Oh, cool. Little little sizzle for later there. <laughs> so then they have this silent dinner and we can hear but we can hear everyone's thoughts as yeah, the audience. Yeah, that was goofy. Yeah. Very goofy. So they're, you know, thinking mean things about each other, but then it keeps going back to the nun who's saying like, oh, such nice girls. I wonder yeah. if any of them are virgins. Yeah. Yeah. The nun, not great at reading people. No. She's like, oh, they get along so well. They're such good they're friends. They're such good friends. But if you look around the table, they're just like, well, I hate you. Give me those <laughs> potatoes. I hate you. Potatoes. <laughs> uh, after, I just wanted potatoes after that scene. One of my favorite yeah. foods is mashed potatoes. I recall, yeah, your favorite uh, Thanksgiving Love it. treat. So good. Mashed potatoes. Yep. Donna is thinking, I should have checked into a place like this a long time ago. And I was like, please, I don't need a arc where Donna becomes spin-off. a nun. Donna, Donna the nun spinoff. Donna the nun. Uh, if it was Donna the flying nun, I would oh, probably maybe, be. Maybe you would. Yeah. I'd probably be okay with that. Yeah, what was Sally Field doing in the 90s? She's probably, <laughs> she probably around. I guess maybe yeah. she's doing Forrest Gump. A crossover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't do an O in the flying nun. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Could she, could she just as a person fly or was it her hat that made her fly i forget ah <laughs> was it like her question. superpower did or she did have, she have yeah, to be it... wearing the hat <laughs> mm, i don't know i don't know the hat was made uh, from pieces of the shroud of turin so she was able to <laughs> take off and soar yeah. i don't know i mean when we finish the franchise if you want to do a flying nun podcast sure you remember. yeah that'd be fun it'd be fun yeah. to do a podcast about like you know older shows Kendra, from that era you don't you don't have to sell me on this idea like flying nine <laughs> gilligan's island that's why mash. i get up in the morning don't <laughs> don't tease me with these things my cousin is the biggest mash fan i've ever met so she would probably be down for a mash podcast here's the thing i have read the book mash and i've never seen the tv show or the movie <laughs> well like that's that? why we would have her we would be the novices uh, yeah, she, yeah we'd be the novices <laughs> yep yep okay all right, back to the Walsh house. Steve is getting into character, into costume. He's got, you know, the pizza uniform and the hat, and he's got a mustache and sunglasses. He's very excited, and Ray and Brandon are very amused that he is doing this. Yeah, because Ray's just a good time Charlie. Yep. He's just part of the gang. Part of the gang. He's not an abusive monster at all. <laughs> so they call action, and Steve... You know, he comes to the door. His line is, did anyone order pizza? Um, And then the girls drag him to... They're not topless at this point. They have on tops. But they drag him to the couch, start taking off his clothes, and then he spills hot pizza all over his bare chest. Yeah. And (laughs) Uh, crotch. And and crotch, crotch. yeah. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Yeah. Which, um, number one, hilarious that as a prop, they would give him a real hot pizza. Real steaming hot pizza, yeah. Um, But then the director's like, all right, we do it again. And he's like, I have to do that again. Yeah. But he does. That's film, baby. It's for the art, Kendra. You know what I mean? It's just, it's for the art. For the art. Susan then decides she's going to drop by to see Brandon because they finished their bridge game early. I would have thought. And she is none too pleased to see a naked man in the living room and several naked women in yeah. the kitchen yeah and she is you know 
she can't believe that Brandon nope. is shooting a She's porno living. and is this why you invited me over here? Right. Well, earlier Brandon was like, I just want you to see my house and be part of my life. Yeah. And so she shows up to an active porn set. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, man, she runs it. she runs out. Brandon tears up the contract and, and runs yeah. out after her. Listen, at this point, cash the check. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think like so. the damage has been done. Take the money. <laughs> Take the money. I don't know. Then. Do it. <laughs> Plus, tearing up a contract doesn't mean you're out of the contract. No, and I think actually what he tore up was the check. So I'm like, oh, so you, it was the you still check. Have a, you still have a legally binding agreement. Now you've torn your payment. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the restaurant where Tony and Dylan are meeting Tony Senior, he yeah. is running late. Yeah, which is not like him. And Tony, the girl, mentions that. You know, she knows that her father thought a lot of Dylan's father. Um, and Dylan says, well, did you know my dad was murdered? And she did not know that. I thought that he was going to tell her. I really thought that yeah, he was going to tell her. I thought so, too. He didn't. A Is this the maitre d' who comes over to yeah. tell her that yeah. uh, her father phoned and that he... Is he running late or he's not coming or... I, I don't remember. Something. Dinner's pretty much canceled, I yeah. feel like, is the gist. Yeah. At Susan's uh, mansion of a dorm room. Ooh. <laughs> but you know what? Did we know that she was an RA? You know, I wondered that. I wondered if I just missed it last week. Because I, that I makes remember. sense. That the, the RA would have. I, I think that's... I don't think there was a sign on the door last time. But her door actually has a plaque that says resident advisor. Yeah. And if she's the RA, then, then it does make a little sense. It would be more if she was like the RD. That would make the most sense. There would, yeah, that would make the most sense. There, there was an outcry from the fans. They're like, "Why is our yeah. dorm room so yeah. big?" Yeah, put a plaque on that door. <laughs> so she is still very mad at him, but Brandon says that he didn't know that Steve did yeah. this. You know, without his knowledge, didn't didn't tell him the full story, and yeah. she you know, then starts attacking Steve and she's yeah. like, well, what does it say about you that you're friends with a pervert and someone yeah. who cheated on his placement test? Yeah. Uh, which apparently is big news on campus. Yeah. All the math people know that Steve they is know. an idiot yeah. who kind of This was like a, this was a red line for Brandon and I like that. He was like, hey, you do not make fun of my stupid friend Steve. He really <laughs> let her have it, you know, and like yeah. wasn't taking it at all. I, I liked it. I like seeing Brandon stand up for somebody. Yeah, he starts to to leave and she stops him, you know, makes him swear that he didn't know that it was a porno mm -hmm. and all is forgiven. All is forgiven. Uh, this is another scene that my husband Eric happened to see and he was like, this is classic Brandon to, you know, it's his fault and yet, as soon as someone calls him on it, he's like, we're not friends anymore. I'm not talking to you. And <laughs> runs away. He's, he's a great table turner. Because sure. Susan sure. didn't do anything wrong. You know, right. Susan shouldn't yeah. have to be, you know, apologizing or trying right. to get him not to leave. Right. I mean, she personally attacked Steve a little more than I think is necessary. Yeah. But her initial anger. I mean, is, is she uh, wrong, justified. though? Is I Steve mean, not a pervert? <laughs> <laughs> she should have thrown in racist for good measure. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, back at the convent, the girls are in bed and no one's talking, so we're still hearing their thoughts. And they're yeah, each basically it. saying a prayer to God. Yeah. 
So Kelly says, you know, Religious. who am who am I to blame Valerie for sleeping around? Because I've done the same thing. Yeah, she, she says, sure yeah. I slept with my best friend's boyfriend and my boyfriend's best friend. <laughs> yeah, truth. She's done both. You cannot deny that. Valerie is praying for Donna that she would kind of wake up about Ray and realize, yeah. you know, that he's not good for her. Um, and, you know, that people who push you down the stairs probably aren't good for you. Probably not. I thought we were going to, I thought we weren't going to come back to that again. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised that we, we came back to yeah. that. Donna, the devout Catholic that she is, is praying the now I laid me down to sleep prayer <laughs> yeah and she says god bless my friends even valerie oh claire is the most cynical of the bunch she's asking god if is it a book called no exit i didn't catch the author's name oh i don't know but she mentions a book called no exit and she wondered if it was written about this place oh at susan's dorm she brandon is giving Susan a massage Ooh. talking about how gross she thinks porn is but right. that gets them talking about well what do you find erotic which is hot bath candles you know mm -hmm. the works mm -hmm. uh, wow really unique really unique <laughs> yeah yeah and then they decide to run a bath and light some candles oh Let's kick it up a notch okay 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 at, <laughs> at the restaurant the Mater D comes to tell Tony, the girl, that Tony Sr. is on the phone for her. So she goes Tony to take the, the call. And as soon as she leaves, Tony Sr. comes to the table. He was there yeah. the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And he says, you didn't think I'd have dinner with the son of Jack McKay, did you? And I was surprised by this because as I said last episode, I thought maybe it was going to be like you know, he didn't really kill Jack. Yeah. Like they really were good friends. Right. Because he had that photo in his office and Yeah. Um Trophy. but no, he he did. He totally he, did. he, he totally killed him. his yeah, dad. He for sure did. Yeah. Dylan tells him, you need to either give yourself up or die. Those are yeah. those are your two choices. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of leeway, but Yeah. Tony says, you know, he thought that his friend Tommy Rose showed him the sights when he, you know, Hung him out the that yeah. cable car, yeah. and that like he set that. the record straight. I liked that connection because that the whole Dylan's writing a script and they're going paragliding and Tony Rose is going to throw him off of a moving like sky tram was so like off the wall and it's like the only purpose of that is to get us here. So I'm glad that they, I'm glad that they're sort of like retconning that yeah. like that was part of Tony Marchette's plan. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Tony tells Dylan to stay away from his daughter and to prove his point, his bodyguard, who I forget his name Rummy. now, he has a, a silenced pistol yeah. under the table. 007 up in this restaurant. I was going to say a real, a real Han and Greedo situation because yeah, then true, true. Dylan pulls out his gun. A little snub nose. Yeah. Uh, it is funny though, because like, Okay, you brought a silencer, but if you shoot him, he will die a bloody death in a restaurant. Yeah, and yeah. nobody's gonna be like, "Whoa, I wonder what he ate." You know what I mean? Like the jig is up at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, but I thought that the gun, gun, gun was almost comical. Something about it. <laughs> it was. It made me laugh a little bit. It was. He says, all right, I'm going to put my gun away and I'm going to take Tony home. And he says, well, she's actually already on her way home. Mm-hmm. What, a, what a ploy. Yeah. And he tells his bodyguard to throw Dylan out. But Dylan's like, just ask politely and I'll get up and leave. It's fine. But I'm not going to go yeah. away until you're put away. Oh, at the convent it's the next morning dawn is taking a walk through the garden with with a you know a belly shirt on at a at a convent yeah Yeah. classic convent attire yeah Mm -hmm. she's talking about the that night she had had a dream that she became a nun and is telling the nun about her guy problems and um, the nun can tell that the church means a lot to her mm-hmm. and also tells her that we live in an imperfect world with imperfect people and we have to be forgiving. True. And then she flies away. <laughs> At Susan's dorm room the next morning, Brandon slept over and awakens to a note from Susan uh, that she went out for a run. So Shoot a porno. <laughs> So he gets up and starts making the bed. Oh. And she comes in while he's doing that. She's like, you passed the test. You made the bed. No one ever makes the bed. And that's a turn on for her, apparently. Yeah, the bed making. One yeah. of her turn ons. Yeah. yeah. Back at the convent, the, girl, the car's all fixed. The girls are packing it up, getting ready oh, to leave. And do you, do-, think, do you think the nun who fixed the car was the same nun who took out the carburetors and the Nazi cars in the sound Ooh, of music? Ooh, yes. You think it's the same lady? Yes, for sure. She transferred. Yeah, she transferred or like a, a great granddaughter yeah. or something. Yeah, She's yeah. Carried, yeah, carried on the mechanic nun yeah. legacy. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. It's a proud legacy. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, so Donna says, you know, she's, she's not happy about what Valerie did, but she just wants to put, put it behind them and move on. Yeah. I think Valerie gets off way too easy. True. Way too easy. Yeah. She, she doesn't even, okay. So then Valerie comes up to Donna and says, before you and Ray make up, like, make sure he's worth it because I can't forget what I saw in Palm right. Springs when he pushed you down yeah. the stairs. Right. So, you know, think a little bit before you decide to keep going with him. I guess the way in which, you know, when Kelly's like, it's different. Dylan and Kelly sort of like fell into something. Valerie one day was like, you know what? I'm going to sleep with Ray. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'll just take this off and everything will be fine. <laughs> Um, but what was I going to say? I, Valerie, I don't think ever sincerely apologizes to Donna for sleeping with her boyfriend. Like she says it sarcastically, but I don't think she ever says that she's sorry. And Donna's just like, all right, we're, we're cool now. Well, Valerie says something like, oh, I can't remember. She, I feel like the gist is, like, if Ray was willing to sleep with her, then it was not really a big deal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if Ray was in a position, if Ray was willing to do that, then, like, isn't he really the villain? I feel like is Valerie's thing. Like, I did you a favor by basically yeah. smoking him out as a philanderer. 
I think that's her posture here. And, and Donna's kind of like, well, I accept your apology. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back at Dylan's house, Tony comes over and is very upset because her father yeah. has told her that, you know, he has this vendetta against him. Yeah, true. And Dylan's like, well, your dad killed my dad. So right. that's... That's my deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's also very upset that he used her the way that he did. And he says, well, it started that way. But then, you know, I saw you and I got to know you. And yeah, I do care for you. Um, I, I feel like he believes that. Is that really true? Can that really be true? I don't know. I, that's a hard transition to make. I feel like I'm going to use this girl so I can murder her father and then be like, we actually have a lot in common. <laughs> I just don't know. Um, well, she said, you know, my dad said that you would try to turn me against him. And she doesn't, she just doesn't believe. Yeah. Uh, what Dylan I is I mean, saying. it would be kind of a weird swing for Dylan to be like, you know what? I like this girl. I think I'm going to tell her that her father murdered my dad <laughs> just to poison the well. <laughs> like, what's the end game to that plan? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> At the Peach Pit After Dark, Colin is working on the mural and Claudia, Claudia New York, is there. Yeah, I and remember. Yeah. she is upset that he's doing this mural. He, you know, he shouldn't be making his own uh, yeah. deals. He's not getting paid enough for this. Um, and then as they're talking, Kelly walks in and Colin's like, oh, Kelly, you weren't supposed to be back till tomorrow. Why are you here? So Kelly meets Claudia and uh, then Claudia leaves, and she and Colin go back to kissing. Right. The right. last scene, the scene we've been waiting for for so long. Yeah. At Kelly uh, sure Donna Claire's, Donna is confronting Ray about Valerie, and he's like, "Look, Donna, it was once, and what never heck? again." Why? Why at this point would you even say a number? You know, like, why would you add a lot? Is it that much better to no. say it was only, hey, hold on now. It was only once. <laughs> I just um, don't, I don't get it. Okay. Donna's like, you're such a liar. It was twice. Valerie told me everything. It was twice. Yeah, it was twice that many times. Yeah, and he's right away. He's like, oh, should that be? Mm-hmm. He just goes right away. Yeah. Yeah, and Donna says, Valerie's my friend. You and I are done. Yeah, Valerie's her friend. Yeah. Valerie's her no, friend. No hastily written acoustic guitar ballad called Donna's gonna get him out of this mess. <laughs> or it might. Or it might. You know. So he, you know, is like, don't do this. Don't end our relationship. And she's like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna hit me? Are you, are you gonna throw me up against the wall like you did? Or are you gonna push me down the stairs like you did? Um... Or are you and, only abusive when we're out of town? Yeah, when we're out of town. And she says, I can I can forgive a lot of things. I can even forgive Valerie, but not you for this. And so we are done. And she yeah. throws him out of the house. Yeah. He says, you're going to regret this. And she says, I regret doing not doing this a long time ago. Right. Yeah. And were well, there a studio it, audience, there would have been. They would have clapped. There would have applause. Yeah, if this was if this was an episode of Maury, I think yeah. people would have really responded positively. <laughs> Worth noting, this is the second time 
that this has happened. Like yeah. the second serious relationship for Donna in a row that is like ended in somebody having an affair. Yep. So. Yep. Obviously. I just want Donna to be happy at this point. Yeah. I just want yeah. her to meet a good guy. There's good guys out I, there. I just want her to, to not be on the show anymore. Could she join the <laughs> convent? Is it too late? Could we call him up? It's too late for that. Okay. She would do not, she would not do well in a convent. You don't think so? No, I don't. Cut down the habit so they expose her belly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the episode. Yeah. 90210 snap. You know, I mean, there's many to choose from. I, I guess I, I got to give it to pretty much any Kelly Valerie. I mean, I guess Kelly calling her a slut probably is the yeah. most like dynasty moment that we had. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to that. Uh, I'll to give that. it to this last scene then between okay. Donna and Ray. Yeah. All right. Because All she right. was finally strong Donna. There was yeah. no hint of of hesitation. She was just like, get out. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Well, there were things that I liked about this episode. Final, the whole Donna Ray thing. Finally, a lot of stuff I feel like came out, um, yeah. and moved along. I didn't super care for the porn stuff. Goofy right. Steve was like, you know, it was yeah. a lot. How goofy he was. Yeah. Um, and I do think that Valerie gets she's let off the hook a little too easily mm -hmm. by by mm -hmm. donna especially since she never said i'm sorry True. um yeah so that yeah. kind of annoyed me but overall i, I think it's a, it was a good well, episode it's, yeah it's one of those episodes where it's like there's a lot of exposition crammed into kind of a chunky clunky episode you know like the mm -hmm. the the steve and david make a porno like yeah. subplot was not funny i feel like is maybe the, maybe it's a yeah. biggest crime you know what i mean like it just never really like landed as a goofy b plot it was just kind of like a okay and i don't like one day i want to just sit down with all the creatives behind this show and be like i want you to tell me your plan for ray because mm. we keep doing this you know like we make ray fun and likable in this episode proving that he can do it proving that it's not jamie walter's fault yeah like give him the scenes if you want him to be a part of the show and he'll deliver but they don't so they make us like him and then they bring up this other thing from a past season and it's like well okay mm -hmm. ray's out you know and so yeah i just i guess for like the 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 dylan tony senior momentum you kind of need it for stuff coming out you kind of need it not a particularly strong episode i would say yeah i guess i'd agree with that yep. assessment but one that yep. you need to see because important stuff happens absolutely yep i agree well kendra uh so much in store coming ahead in the meantime you can catch me every other week on this andorian life a star wars podcast right here on the radio meanwhile network we just had our one year anniversary of uh talking about Woo! ewoks and we were joined by a mutual friend of ours, Eric Nichols, for his first appearance <laughs> on Eric? This Dorian Life. Yeah, your husband, Eric. Yep. Nice. He's a he's a crotchety old podcaster, but he agreed. He agreed to show up. <laughs> and we had a good time. What about nice. you, Kendra? What are you doing? Uh, well, I am Miss Musicbox91 on Twitter. And I have another podcast with my husband, Eric. It's called yeah. 90s Music Got Me Like. Yeah. And each week we talk about 90s music, different 90s songs. So hop on over. All right, well, you can join us next time as we continue our 902 and no discussion with Season 6, Episode 7, Violated. 902 and here we go! Woohoo!